Hi, and welcome to another Making Sense of It with me, Emma Kenny. And me, Pete Smith. Nice to see you all again. <laughs> it's been wedding mania. It has been wedding mania. Mania. It's yeah. gone mental. Yeah. Everybody was in the wedding dresses over the weekend. For those of you who might not know, because like you've been living in a cave for the last year, Meghan Merkel married Prince Harry this weekend and people all over the country, in fact, all over the world, because of course America's fully involved now because they've got an American in the monarchy. Yes. Amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, has it ever happened before? I don't think it has, has it? In the UK? Like an American in the monarchy. Is there any Americans in Grace the Grace Kelly. Was she British? She was British, probably. No, she was American, wasn't she? Was she queen? She managed to get over, didn't she, to Monaco. Ended badly, not going to lie. Ended with a serious car crash and death. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wasn't good for good old Grace. She was very beautiful. Oh, did she marry? She married... King George V of Monaco. Monaco at the time. But she would never be queen because she died. Yeah. So they're some... related to ours? I've no idea when... Sorry, have you been married to me for quite a long time and you're sitting here now expecting that somehow well, in the time between last week and this week and knowing <laughs> you that I've learnt loads about royals? I thought we were talking about the, the, the UK royals, not the... Uh, I don't ever think about, about them. The, uh, you know, the Ethiopian prince of... I know I've got a silver spoon from the Queen's Jubilee at 25, 25 Jubilee, the 25th Jubilee. I've got a silver spoon in a plastic case at my mum and dad's. Yeah. I loved it very much. I have her breath on me. Yes, for anybody who doesn't know... Pete won a sheriff's award, which sounds very posh. He won a sheriff's award and he actually went to Buckingham Palace. He was late and they had to let him in the wrong entry yes. where all the tourists could see him. So probably some Japanese people have got pictures of Pete in his morning suit yeah. running across there to get they, entry. They actually thought, this is how bizarre it was, we got there late and their letters in the, the actual front gates in the of front the Buckingham gate. Palace. And it was, they were just like, oh, we can't, we've got to, we just have to let you in here. And it was like, so I had this full morning suit, full top hat and tails, the full works. And it was like, yeah, you have to come in here. So what, and all these people were like, oh, taking the photos. And like, hey, and like, you know, those loads of Japanese tourists. I think they just have Japanese tourist impression, which has been completely inappropriate. But yeah, you know, the sort of, that sort of typical, stereotypical Japanese tourist, loads of them thought I was um, a celebrity or something. I know, and you yeah. weren't. No, I wasn't. I was just a... Uh, a humble little humble old... Humble winner of a sheriff's uh, award yeah. for the duties and good tasks to society. It's funny, though, because they actually came round and delivered it on a horseback in a I'll... suit of armour and a big feather. That's not true. I know it's not true. You're such a liar. I, I actually wish that was true. That would make it so much more fun. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? You had cucumber sandwiches on the lawn. I know. I almost, I almost picked up some corgi poo to sell on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> but I must admit, there was... You're walking round... If you've done all the sort of duties and stuff, you're walking around and there's snipers everywhere. There's there's cameras that come up from the ground. There's all sorts of weird and wonderful, you know. So What's you, great is you could be making all of this up and none of us would know because we've I know, never yeah. got there. I know, yeah. It's brilliant, isn't <laughs> it? Just written your own certificate. Yeah. Peter Smith, Sheriff's Award. <laughs> Good duties to humanity. Just go and took photos. I got four people to take photos of me outside Buckingham Palace. <laughs> In full morning suit. Yeah. Hello, what, what? I feel like I've met her now, though, because I'm married to you. So, like, basically, we're the same person. Mm. So, I can say I've been, and I can't really say I've been, but I can it's imagine. funny, because when been. they meet people, then they go outside and they walk through the garden, and there's just there's about 100 of them. And they're all, like, quite a few of them are, like, sort of, like, distant, sort of, you know, right, you know and, but they all look like they're melting. <laughs> like, the Queen and stuff, they're, like, sort of, like, you know, top of the pile, aren't they? You yeah. know, like, you know, number one, number two, you know, all the way down to yeah. it, whatever. But then there's these distant, you know... 
cousins wants to remove and stuff and they're all like I say that they've got the jowl thing going on yeah they're all like I once went into debate at Cambridge Union and it was very nice but I looked to the left, looked to the right, and you could tell the commoners from the wealthy because the wealthy ones already at 20 had like little jowls. Yeah. Uh, like that, you know. And so, like, when they talk, it was like... It was like uh, that yeah, more yeah, kind of... Or, or they'd mumble. It was like, they were like a very posh version yeah. of Michael McIntyre. Can you do any uh, royal impressions? No. <laughs> I don't even know how they speak. <laughs> One of our listeners actually suggested that we should start drinking shots every time you do an impression. So um, that would drink, be a good start game. drinking shots every time you do an impression. Yeah, the dogs are joining in here at the moment. If you can hear again, I think that they can hear. And if they can't hear, see, that's an interesting thing that you've just said. Because if they can't hear, you don't need to say it. And if they can, they can hear dogs. Yeah, but there might be the Yanni or Laurel thing. You know, no. what can you hear? Yanny. I mean, I can Laurel. hear Yanny. Yanny. Laurel. I like the one where you look at it and it goes, what can you hear? And it comes on and it goes, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what can you hear? Dickhead. <laughs> oh, I can hear Laurel. <laughs> I can't. I can hear dickhead. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Only dickhead, only dickheads hear Laurel. <laughs> It's been wedded mania. Yeah. Celebrities around the country have been wearing their uh, wedding dresses. I can't find yeah. mine. The wedding dresses and <laughs> oh, I... tobacco stained one. Yeah, that's it. When I met P, obviously it was our second marriage for both of us, but I showed him my original wedding dress and he just went, why is he nicotine stained? It was a gold theme. It's like someone had been sat there blowing cigars. Not, I... not cigarette smoke, woodbine smoke. Have you him. seen pictures of me getting married? Yes. I looked great. You did. Look apart great. from the massive tan line because I yeah. couldn't have face. And, and obviously the person next to you. <laughs> Don't. I get on very well with my ex-husband. I know. And we were we were averagely happy for a while. Thank God we don't get on well with my ex-wife. Oh, I don't not, know your ex-wife. Don't know her, really, I might have got on really I don't well even know her. her. I never knew her. I get on with... Weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I get on with a lot of people. Yeah. I, I often get on with people that people say I shouldn't get on with. People say I won't like them and they like them. Yeah. Even when they're not very nice to other people, I still think you're all right, you're okay to me. Yeah. Got to think about that. I was actually sat here yesterday in the kitchen at some point and I was thinking about conflict because obviously I teach quite a lot about conflict. And I was thinking like, since I've been a kid, I've really not had very much conflict in my life. Like I was trying to example scenarios, you know, where people had real problems with you. Mm. And it's never really happened. I mean, obviously, there's the group of clinical psychologists who want to have me burned at the stake because I'm not chartered. They obviously don't like me, but they don't know me. If they knew me, yeah. I think I'd get on with them all. I think they'd just go, oh, we won't burn her at the stake. We'll just, we just won't invite her to the barbecues. That's yeah, all. That was only just, we'll call was, her secretly you know. and be mates with her. Well, That's the kind of thing. But I was thinking conflict. I was thinking, I'm just not one of those people who really has conflict. And I think part of it is, I'm bad at it. I just don't like it. Yeah. It makes me feel a bit sick, so I don't do it. I've yeah. never really wanted it, but I've always seemed to have quite a bit of it. <laughs> You've not had conflict since we've been together, really. Not when we've been together. No, You've not. had a bit with me. Yeah. But only a bit. Oh, well, yeah, everybody has a little bit of conflict. Cat on one hand, really bad times with us, you know, as far as big arguments. Yeah, 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 sort of. I don't know if it was just the area where you lived and stuff. Yeah, maybe. And since scenarios you put yourself in. Yeah, I it's think. funny, isn't it, though? Yeah. But I just really can't look back. The worst conflict I've had is, like, with my family. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any conflict. Love. No, I mean, I've, I've, I have literally, 
when you go through life and you always think to yourself, God, there is probably somebody out there that hates me or doesn't like me or something, you know, or I, I don't like that, you know, I, I don't think anybody at the moment really that no. I've sort of not burnt any off. bridges and, and, no. and, and, and sort of realised. had a bit of an incident with a tree surgeon, we'll catch you up with guys if you were listening to yesterday's, I mean, if you've been listening yesterday's, listen to last week's, uh, we'll let keep you informed of that yeah all peaceful in the neighborhood now just want to say give a bit of a disclaimer everyone's happy everything's fine trees are safe that's all i'm saying i'll let pete talk about it in a little bit but no i was sitting there i was thinking the only time i've really been affected by conflict is in my family so when me and my brother have had an argument which is very rare like it cripples me because i'm like i can't bear the idea that me and my brother aren't friends me and my sister just don't argue anymore because i learned i'll never win so it's far better not to. And actually, very rarely is there anything that we disagree with anyway. I don't think there is. But no. if we were to, I'd just agree with her because that's better. And I think that she would be the first to admit that. And we often say, don't yeah. we, that in our families, Alexia, my sister, who's a teacher, and she's a bloody good teacher. Your kid would be lucky to get my sister. She's one of the most passionate teachers. It's ruined her. It's ruined her life teaching. You know, the absolutely ruined her life because it's such hard work and she enjoys it part-time, but she still runs all the A-level groups and things like that. She's an absolutely phenomenal teacher. But she and Pete, my lovely Pete, actually she's married to somebody called Pete as well. So it's a bit confusing. And yeah. my sister-in-law on Pete's side is called Emma Smith. Emma so Louise Smith. Emma Louise, and I'm Emma Louise. So yeah. I'd be Emma Louise Smith if so I take it So it's very, we've all gone for the same type of we just, name. We just thought we'd we'll stick with a name. Yeah, yeah, then we can't forget. It's working out. It's working yeah. out. They seem to be getting on with a Peter See, and my Emma. brother's called Peter Smith. My dad's yeah. called Peter Smith. <laughs> You know my dog's I mean? called Peter yeah. Smith. My dad nearly got called Smith Smith, like Neville Neville. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's really confusing this year. <laughs> but the Northern truth thing. is that she, you've lost me now, Did you mate. say the dog's called Peter Smith? Yeah, I said the dog. Two Peter. Dogs. <laughs> Peter Smith. Peter. 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 In, in Chelsea out of <laughs> Team Mum 2. Butter. There, pig's called Peter. I know. Peter Pig. Peter the Pig. But you've completely thrown me. Oh yeah, that was it. So my sister is like a little, she's dead petite, slim and petite and like very, quite small. Not like me, I'm 5'8 and quite, I'm not stocky, I'm six but two. I'm I'm strong. I'm 6'2". You're not a 6'2", you're a liar. And that's another story we'll cover at some point. <laughs> but basically, my sister and you are of the same ill, can't you? Yes, we so are. So my sister and Cut me, from the and same Pete, cloth. we all went to America. By the way, I am going to come on to the subject today that Pete doesn't know about because we never discussed this and I have a subject to talk about today. Oh, you're not going to put me on the spot again, are you? What? You know that. I, I, After we worked out yeah. so well last acupuncture. week with acupuncture, yeah. well remembered. Yeah. Which the update is, I am now, um, I can fly. Oh. <laughs> no, but we went on holiday because we made it a decision to go to Orlando. We wanted to take the kids before they got too old. They actually were too old for it, if I'm honest. When we got there, they were far too old for Disney, but never mind. But my sister raved, didn't she, about it? She raved. So we saved up, because it's a big old trip, isn't it? Three weeks we went for. Yeah, it's not last cheap. year, year before. And we all hired a villa and everything. And me and Pete and the kids, we aren't really quite chilled when we're away. We just go with the flow. You know, we're not planners. She's a planner. We're not planners. So it was handy, because she was a planner. So we just went and did what they did, and that's how it worked out. But it got to, like, the mid of the second week, and I was knackered. I was knackered. I was mm. like, one, I don't think I can go and watch any more light displays without possibly mutilating one of the security guards just for a change. Although the Star Wars one was amazing. It was amazing. But what I'm saying is, by that point, the queues had almost killed me mm. and there were no big roller coasters. There were no big roller coasters. I went on that one where you thought you were flying through the air. That was all right. I went on the Harry Potter one and that was all right. Well, ironically, the, the, the best roller coaster park was SeaWorld. SeaWorld, which we shouldn't be... have gone to because we're vegetarian. Yeah, I know. But we, but... Didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go and do the... 
the, the sea worldy things. We, we didn't watch any of the displays, but we did go. But we, my sister bought the tickets, so it was there. And they well, we just went on the roller coasters. The best. Bush Gardens were good as well. Yeah, Bush Gardens was good. Oh, it was yeah. made a bit of a drive. Bush Gardens was good. Look at us reviewing <laughs> reviewing Orlando. Yeah. Anyway, so and everybody said, "Oh, you should have taken the kids when you were younger." And they were younger because, like, they'd have really enjoyed it. So my boys would never have enjoyed it. One, they hate queues. Two, they've never been into Mickey and Minnie Mouse ever. Mm. Massively overrated. That's all I'm saying. Save yourself £14,000. Send me a cheque for half of it because I've just saved you a lot. But anyway, long story short, we got there, didn't we? And we were really chilled. And, like, we didn't get angry. We just carried on with everything. There was one night where my sister... I said to her, look, we're not coming. We're no. going to go somewhere else. We're just going to take it easy. Going to go for pizza or something. Just have a bit of a road trip because I was driving. I'll drop you off. We sorted all that out. So we literally, didn't we? We said, what time do you want picking up? We should have known this. So half 10, they wanted picking up at the end of it. So that's great. So we go to SeaWorld. We literally, on a roller coaster rock, we, were all, we had to leave in the end because we made ourselves almost ill. Oh, God, yeah. We'd, 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 do it anyway, yeah, I think that's probably where the back problem began. <laughs> we were just I on know. it all, weren't we? We were on, I then literally. off, on, off, on, off. We were just running around, weren't yeah. we? One, <laughs> massive. The, uh, that was the, the shark one. Yeah, wasn't it? The, it was amazing. The, Manta or something. So, no, oh, I don't man, know where it was. Manta, it was the... Uh, Oh, what's it called? You didn't it's, remember Aquapunch last week. It doesn't matter. It's one matter. of the shark names, you know. Yeah. The it's one Baku of them. or something, not the Baku. Something. Yeah, something like that. So we went on these and we went and we were like, yeah, yeah, let's go pizza now. So we just went for a drive. We didn't know where we were going, did we? Found this like proper, like proper pizza place with bottomless coffee. So it was it was like a, um, like a New Yorky type. It was so, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was like New York. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Which it you was. can coffee. do actually, even though it's, in, it's America, so you can do that. We have coffee. Know. Um, so we get in, Coffee. we order the best pizzas, spaghetti a lot, yeah? And then the phone goes just as it's getting served. And my sister's basically nearly had a physical fight with somebody and her yeah. daughter. They've both they nearly had a physical fight. Because they stood in front of them. They stood in front of her. So that was our uh, end of our meal as we got up and had to go and pick them up before they mm. were removed by security. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. so that's conflict. She does quite a lot of it. She's done the conflict for me, I think, in life, my sister. Yeah. I love her. She's one of my best friends, but she'll be yeah, the first I wasn't there, then to it admit. Have, uh, it would have ended up in a brawl. Yeah, it would have been locked up. We'd probably still be in America right now. Yeah. I'd be visiting. Like, you'd be in an orange suit. Yeah, in a cage. And you'd have loads of women writing yeah. to you. I'd be like, what, wanting to marry me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, proper yeah. hick. Like, but it would happen because I'd have divorced you for being such a fool. Yeah. I'd only be there for the decree I side. Look, you're over. Yeah. That's I don't mean, it. I mean, 25 years ago. Right. I'm going to go see my sister now. That's what happens, isn't it? You were there, but you were there. Nothing, nothing. You're, you're 25 yeah. years. 25, That's right. 25 years you get. You were in the vicinity at that time and you were part of that provocation. Yeah. Therefore, if you, you weren't in the country, it wouldn't have happened. That's right. That's it. It's yeah. so rad. Anyway, so that was a procrastination and diversion. Did you just say it's so rad? No. I'm not like a skater. I, thought, I, thought, I, I honestly America. thought that, yeah, it's so rad. So and rad. I was like, Wow, that I'm big respect for saying that. So rad. Hey man. When I, I lived used to say in that. Australia rad. and New Zealand. Yeah. Particularly New Zealand, everything was sweet as radical. Sweet as. It's sweet as sweet as. Mm. With is sweet as. Sweet as, mate. Gonna go see Sweet as. Sweet as. Sweet as. Yeah. Yeah, it's red. And when you come back from America, sorry, from Australia, your voice has changed without you knowing because I think mine still does it. It goes up quite a lot at the end of sentences, and it? That's completely from them. Is it? Yeah. It's them. You All their fault. While. You were there for a while. I was you? there for a while. I've got quite a mixed up accent. Somebody asked me the other week, but there was American. It was like, no, it isn't. Let's be honest. Out of all the accents that I might be saying, it's not American. Mm. It's you do have American a very, very well-spoken accent. Though, I, so. d- I have a proper 
northern accent. You don't, you have, because you, you went to, to... Berry Grammar. Berry Grammar. I went to Berry Grammar for girls. Yes. Like Berry Grammar for girls. Your sort of accent, it is... Oh, no. I was, I was well-spoken. Well, your mum and dad are well-spoken anyway, so... Yes, mum tries to be middle class. Mm-hmm. My dad tries to be middle class too. How do you say butter? Butter. Butter. Upper. Butter. Peter. Booker. Yella. Somebody once said that I could say Pebble. the word... The F word, posh. I was on the market store. Oh. Going around a market store with a friend. And she swore. And then I swore. And he said, oh, that's a very posh swearing. I was about 14. I didn't mm. really use that word very often. I did yeah. it. And then for the rest of the day, I was walking around just saying it to myself. And in the end, it just sounded stupid. Yeah. I was like, why am I saying oh, that Oh, farts. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say the word. <laughs> no, it's really It's one of those words that we should rarely use on the podcast, if mm. ever. So I was going to say, we've never talked about how we met that's what I was going to talk about today. Okay. With you. Yeah. Because we both good. have different perspectives of it in a shared space that is this relationship. And yeah. I thought, our listeners, I feel like we know them and they know us now. I yeah. feel like we should introduce our stories. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. So that's what I thought we'd do. Yeah. So. Do you want me to ramp it up and make it like sort of, I was Luke Skywalker, you were Princess Leia, I came and saved you from, I'll just tell the truth. I think probably the truth <laughs> is where we should go with this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought we would talk about meeting and what yeah. happened. Yeah. And the weird, weird little synchronicity and agendas that led to this love story. Yeah. That will be written about from scholars from aeons to aeons. Yeah. Probably a film. I mean, that's what I was thinking, you know, like Notting Hill-esque, Wimbledon, you know. Wait a minute, (laughs) Notting Hill? Yeah, you know. Are we talking about when Hugh Hugh Grant meets uh, meets Pretty Lady, the A-lister? Yeah. 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 It's not quite the same though, is it, Richard Gabe, Richard Gabe must be well paid off when he was in, you know what I mean? Well, she was a a prostitute at that point. Yeah. Which is later on in her career where she's amassed movies behind her. Yeah. But the point is you can't compare that and me and you. And Wimbledon then. I'm not a tennis player. Or or in a non-heterosexual relationship anymore. So that's, again, a terrible comparison. Yeah. It's just, it's Pete and Emma. Yeah. It's Pema. Pema. Oh, there we go. You heard it there here we first, go. You heard it first. Pema <laughs> sounds like um, some sort of like gastric juice that you drink Ooh. to help you. If you woke up in the morning and you're feeling uneasy and queasy, drink some Pema. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pink. It's yellow. <laughs> no, because Pema doesn't drink. Doesn't rhyme with yellow. Pema yellow. It always does if you say. No. Pema. I'm woke in the morning feeling queasy. Let's make it easy. Have some Pema. It's not pink, it's yellow. It works. <laughs> it Give some to your friend. Pema. Gemma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my head, I've got like the real Japanese version of it. You know, like where they're like, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Pema. Pema. <laughs> That's the advert. You can see it now, all the writing coming in. Ching, ching. Someone coming in. Like, yeah. You know, that's the noises, isn't it? And it jumps up. It's all like bright pink and like 3D. Like writing, you know. And the guy's got one of those white things on yeah, his head. Yeah, yeah. And a pair of like super like super weird goggle things. And he's like, that comes in. And he's like, hammer. That's it. 
any brands who want to get in touch with Pete, he's <laughs> available for marketing purposes. I am. Some, it's not very, you know, uh, appropriate anyway. No, so anyway, we met because this happened. I was married for a while. I married somebody who was a really good mate when I was younger and never really married for love. Yeah. We kind of just married because we quite bored and thought we'd do it. It was terrible, really, when I look back. Our reasons for getting married were, were not the right reasons, but we were, we were young. So we got married. We had a, an average relationship for a while. It was perfectly all right. I'm not going to say anything bad about my ex-husband because actually we got on really well with each other. And, uh, you know, I don't have any negativity towards him at all. In fact, I only have gratitude towards my ex-husband. That's yeah. very, very true. Well. And I think it's reflected. You know, not so long ago he came round and we were having a chat and I just said about, you know, how we'd done the break up well and he just was like yeah we did a really good job of it didn't we and it's like a real honor and privilege that we did it well i'm proud yeah. of it you know we didn't do any of that arguing about well, the kids we didn't do any of them you know we just kept it completely yeah, it was hard it was bloody hard getting divorced i mean you know because you've been through it yeah you have the wrangling about money it just doesn't matter whether you kind of are not angry with the person money's like a big part the only people who bloody win are lawyers, aren't they? I'm quite lucky. I had the best lawyer in the world and you did because you used mine. <laughs> yeah. She was bloody cheap. She yeah. was bloody cheap and she was fantastic, wasn't she? She just made everything sound a bit scary for the opponent. So we kind of, I gave what I needed to give. I was didn't even argue it. You know, it was not contested. I was just like, there you go, have it. And we get on really, really well. But at the end of the day, I was left with like a two-year-old and a four-year-old mm -hmm. and I was really happy on my own. Really happy on my own. In fact, I would say the years of being um, single at that point with my boys, that was the happiest time I'd ever had in my life. Yeah. And I mean that, like, it was just intoxicating. Yeah, you can see, beautiful. you know, from, from the photos that you have and stuff like that, you'd certainly embraced I just, just loved it. being a little squad. I was, know. they were my team. Yeah, absolutely see. loved it. Absolutely loved it. And that kind of carried on and I remember when we met I remember saying to you that I had always envisaged that I might meet somebody when I was about 50 yeah after the kids had left home when they were sorted and I felt like there was no emotional collateral that could affect them I didn't invite any man into their life there was one guy that I kind of hung out with a bit who met them once but it was not in a relationship sense and there was my best friend Jamie who obviously knew them because yeah. he'd been in my life a long time. But aside from that, I kept my private life incredibly private and kept very, very separate. You did. And I had this kind of, again, I would say almost like quite a strong belief that introducing any man was going to be bad. Not because men are bad. I love men. I've got good men in my life. Yeah. But I just thought, I can't promise that I'm going to I think I think it's a sensible, I think a lot of single mums do that. I think, yeah. you know, a sensible ones anyway, I think... I say sensible. So so the sensible ones are the you know they don't want to affect the the children's lives. I don't think any single strangers. wants to affect their children's yeah, lives. Yeah, it's not you know, you know yeah, the, 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 a lot of single ones do that. Though, yeah. don't they, they, they do, but, because, but just to put in their defence, and I'm not arguing with you. No, no. What I'm saying, I hate conflict. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think it's very easy for us to be judgy about women, but it's the women who have to stay and have the kids. You don't have a lot of privacy. You don't have a lot of time. You still want sex. Yeah. So yeah. a lot just of women to protect the children make or mistakes they? around the kids, but it's not from a bad place. And yeah, I do yeah, think that's yeah, important yeah, to, to say. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're, you're yeah, dug me out of a hole there. Yeah, no, but it is. It's one of those things, isn't it? I get it, and I yeah. think women often feel that crushing judgment of society. Mm. I did. I guess there's the single dads as well that don't introduce women to their kids' lives. You know, it's yeah. they just want to protect them from any emotional 
situation that could go down that isn't needed until they know. Yeah, that, that I just that didn't want a relationship because I thought if a relationship enters my life, yeah. I'll affect my children because of the way I feel within a relationship because you mm. have a feeling within a relationship. But what happened was I one day was sat in my bedroom and I got a text message and the text message said, do you know what? If I look back on our text messages, it's funny mm. I've never gone back that far. It'll be there, won't it, that first text? <gasps> oh my God, yeah. God. Let's have a look. Yeah, we'll have to have a look. It'll take like four days getting scrolling back. Well, sure, I've got a program you can put in. You can you can download them all. That'd be so good. It'd be so cute, that. There'll be somewhere there's rows as well. But anyway, that very first <laughs> yeah, text. Well, um, and it just said, Hi, Emma. It's Peter. Peter. He's never called himself. I don't know why he called himself Peter. It's Peter from Youth Support. My head's a little bit of a mess because my wife's left me. I wondered if you could spare some time for a chat. And I worked at the college running like the mental health side of the college. For those of you who've listened, I'm not going to go into it. You can listen to one of you back and you'll hear about what I used to do. But I also used to offer this like Wednesday drop-in for staff, which was basically just everyone would come and have a cup of tea. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It was just like people would be sat it wasn't, it wasn't like in a therapeutic... No, it was because I'd had a similar situation. That yeah, Kev, that's what, uh, who was Pete's boss, had said, look, Emma's obviously had a similar experience. My husband had had an affair. So good connection to make. So I remember picking up the phone and giving you a call straight away. Hmm. And we were on the phone for about 40 minutes. And I just said to you, I just get over it, mate. Like she's done you a favor because at the end of the day, you were going to waste your life hmm. with somebody who didn't love you. Just deal with it. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. And then I went to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> then you went to Ibiza. Yeah. And you almost met somebody there. Oh, yeah, that was... I was... nearly missed my spot. Nearly missed my opportunity. That wouldn't have been anything that would have been just um, fueled by Ibiza, basically, <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah, <laughs> Ibiza would have fueled that. She so, could have um, ran off with you. Yeah. You were going off to New York to meet her and everything, weren't you? Oh, no, not really. Well, you were. That's oh, what was happening <clears> in you know, your head. I just... Um, I didn't really... Uh, I didn't, didn't really remember that Ibiza trip, to be fair. It was, it it was, was miserable about, for you, really, as yeah, well. Yeah, well... I was supposed to do all sorts over there as well, you know, and the just wasn't with anything, you know, it was... It was horrible. Yeah. But, no. yeah, it was, um, I got over it. <laughs> yeah. well, a week later, yeah. you texted me and said, hi, I'm feeling a bit better now. Thank you. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he wrote, I don't know how you cope. You're really good with everybody at college. I don't know how you can kind of cope supporting people. And I wrote back, I kick dogs yeah. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, bear in mind what I'd done by this time, I'd... Um, got to grips with the, the the whole divorce thing. It was happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, it was all just with me. It was more of a shock of like, oh god, oh, well that's yeah, a bit of a change, really you know? It's shocking. Like, what do we do now? Yeah. Uh, What's my picture? My picture of my future. It's gone. Yeah. I have no control over <laughs> that it. That was more. I mean, my, my marriage was breaking down for a long time. It was, you know, it was it was just boring. It was just not. It was nothing. Yeah, so, mine was. You know, but it's what you know. Uh, but when uh, it's what you know. Difference between. I mean, I, I still thank my ex for getting me to this point. Yeah. I must admit, it was the same you journey. Have to. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. But not not too keen on her. Um. So let's just leave that one at the door and um, <laughs> put a kibosh in that one with her. Uh-huh. Um. I, I, what I thought was just right. I'm gonna. I'm 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 not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to sit and worry about no. money and stuff. I just thought, right, I'm going to go and I moved into a, a really nice place. Shared, it was a shared house with a guy. But called, we had it to ourselves. Yeah, with a guy called Taz, who was, he was a, a really cool dude. He's still uh, a really cool. He's dude. still a really cool dude. Yeah. Um, mental. Mental. In yeah. the most brilliant of yeah. ways. Like uh, total, just like he was a party animal. You know? He was great. Uh, 
It was one of those uh, young Asian lads who'd just gone off the path of, of his traditional route <laughs> and gone into raving. You know, he was lovely. And he was brilliant in his vinyl and stuff. And I lived there. I moved there. You did. And it was a shared house. The Olympics was on and stuff. The Olympics were on, yeah. And because it was like a shared house, that he was never there. And the other two people who worked for like BBC and ITV or something, they were never there. So basically, I had this like this, this Jackson's warehouse, place. three bedroom, high vaulted ceiling place to myself and and Emma, you know. So yeah, but I texted him and he sent back something really funny. And I, do you remember? I strangle weasels or something. Yeah, strangle weasels. Which is a bit inappropriate. If you don't <laughs> and it was so weird. But there were two weird things when I look back because the first conversation that we had, I remember putting the phone down and thinking. I'm going to sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I was a bit of a predator when it came down to attractive men. And I'd seen him around at the college and we'd occasionally talk to each other, hadn't we? You'd yes. seen me when I was doing OMG with Peaches Geldof and you were like, did I see you in a in a Basque on television yesterday? Yes. And I was like, it's a corset. It was a, it's a very strong corset. And I was yeah. dressed as a vampire. We shouldn't talk about this ever again. Do you remember? I find it. I find it. I think that we there was something stopping us from actually. Yeah, because I saw everyone, didn't I? Because you knew everybody. At the yeah, time. I knew yeah. everybody. But you, I I sort of steered away from you. Um, yeah, it was weird. I wonder. Well, what? it's because you used to walk in and I'd be going something about pornography or yeah, I'd be chatting like... with my mouth off, my little potty mouth about things. Yeah. But I remember putting the phone down and thinking, oh, he's quite fit, really, Pete. I've never really thought yeah. about it because I'm very, very clear if you're married, it's not well, happening. Well, I'd have been very stupid not to think that about you, you see. You know, I'd have been completely blind. And But I remember always thinking you were quite cute, but I didn't obviously entertain it. I didn't even think about it. But I put the phone down. I thought, oh, I think I'm going to sleep with him. I think he'll be my project. Because <laughs> obviously, whilst I wasn't having relationships, I was having sex. Yeah. There was no issue with that. I'm a very, very little I'd like woman. to say this wasn't in a therapist type of way either. This oh, no, was, no, no, no. You know, but it, it doesn't just... matter anyway, does it? There was no, no therapy there. I mean, yeah. it wasn't about that. Well, unless you include killing weasels. Yeah. And then... Um, you and me. Uh, I didn't kill them. Strangling them. Yeah, you that's, strangled them. Sorry, yeah. just choke them. Just make yeah. them slightly unconscious. Yeah, of, that, of course. <laughs> well, I don't know. That sounds like one of the weird sex games. What this, <laughs> bestiality. Well, uh, going on a different route now. <laughs> but um, I remember like us texting loads. We just started to text, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And some of the text, it was like it was a cross between Monty Python, Eddie Izzard, it was hilarious. Vic and Bob, sort of that humour. Yeah, know. it was so funny. And then by the time you first came to see me. I was sat in the office and you had a 2pm because I could see you at 2pm to just properly meet and like chat and you were waiting like yeah. in a place like there was a waiting room like nobody waited everyone just came and knocked on and I was like where's my certificate mm-hmm. and a stoat in a hat because yeah. that's what he was meant to bring me on our first meeting he was meant to bring me a stoat in a hat um, and he did indeed bring me a picture of a stoat in a hat and you came in didn't you and a certificate no that was the next on the oh, week was that it? was no no it was no you're right I got a certificate for not eating wheat that was right. That was it, yeah. Because I was, I was gluten and dairy free and wheat free. God, I was ripped then. And caffeine free. I was for, absolutely ripped then for two years. I need to get back to that. I was so ripped. I was so muscly and I was so lean. I'm lean now, but I'm letting it go a bit, you know, south. Oh, we were, we were gymming it every day. <laughs> we were. I was putting you through your paces. You were. It was great. But anyway, in more ways than one. Were misses for now, for now in Barcelona. But do you remember you came into that? You came in and we had an hour, didn't we? Just chatting and catching up, like and kind of just as friends. Yeah. And I have no. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I have. I. I've never felt energy in a room from two people, including obviously I was part of that, but I wasn't expecting it at all. I actually, for anybody who's ever been in a situation where the sexual energy (laughs) 
is so thick. Palpable. It, it could almost scrape it in the air and mould <laughs> it into a bloody, you know, sculpture. You know, we, yeah, we had I'm, this like this meeting, did it we? I was just sad that I was thinking. I mean, people are probably just thinking. Well, I, I was probably flirting. Oh, I was man, I've it. never seen I was just Buckets like, of it. And I was, I, I was in good shape. I was probably another stone on me the size now. And yeah. I was like, muscles. Yeah, and you I was were like, really muscly. Sat and I was thinking. I had like an eight pack. Man, I'm a man. <laughs> you know, and I've never done this for like 10 years because I've been in a relationship <laughs> with a troglodyte. Oh, no, don't. Oh, no, don't be, na- don't be nasty Sorry. about her because okay. that's part of the reason that we're here. But anyway, Bates, you just have a very big nose, that's what he's saying. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, you're born that way and you can't, there's nothing wrong with a big nose. Well, I mean, the rain feeds That's it. stop <laughs> being horrible. I know, it's now. quite boyish, but you know. Anyway. Not very nice. Although, do you remember when you actually renamed her contact oh details as ex-Big Nose? Going through the divorce and she was being really nasty and, and I actually had her contact details as ex-Big Nose. And I said, when, when the email <laughs> went through, <laughs> when the email went through, it obviously went through with the contact details and then the, top, then the email address at the top, it just said ex-Big Nose. Oh, and she sent an email back saying, who's ex-Big Nose? And I just left it <laughs> off. <laughs> have, you just, have you actually just asked that? I mean, I feel terrible now because I'm not that type of person. But I was going through a divorce and she really pissed me off, you know what I mean? So, and like, it's she had a big nose. You know. than she asked you. I know. Who's ex big nose? Um, <laughs> do I need to answer that? So I just left it. Terrible. Anyway, yeah, we basically had that meeting, didn't we? And do you remember at the end of it, Umar came in? Um, yes. Umar came in. Umar was a really good friend of mine, but also knew Pete quite well. And he came in, didn't he? Because he always came in. He came every single Wednesday. Yeah. Umar came to any session that he could drop into. It was great. We had a right laugh, me and Umar. And he walked in and he sat there. And Umar um, is Muslim. And he's quite a strict Muslim, actually. He's nearly an imam, yeah. in fact. They're trying to make him an imam. And apart from him being a genuine delight to work with... He and I had quite a close relationship. And one of the things that he said when I split with my husband was, we need to find your husband. And I'd be like, uh, I'm Western. I don't need a husband. He was like, no, in the Muslim faith, it's very important that we try to connect women who have children with good men. It's mm. just part of what we do. And I used to just be like, get over it. And he was really, really adamant that he'd do this. He came in, he sat down, and then for about 10 minutes, and then you went. Yep. And as you went, he went, oh. And he pointed at you leaving and pointed at me and was just like, right. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, you don't. And he walked out. And I walked, I walked out absolutely just like, just thinking, my God, she's just gorgeous. Uh, you know, like I never, I never, because I've been in a relationship and I'm a loyal person. You see, I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm not. You hadn't so, touched another woman yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, just, oh, Wow, you know, like, <laughs> gosh, like that was. I've, I'm, hang on a minute, I'm not even divorced yet, and I've this, you know, like, but I mean, I'm, I was getting divorced, you know, and I, I, I'm not supposed to be doing this because I'm, you know, you've got a, a bit of time, you know, but yeah, it bowled me, it bowled me over. It was, it was really, really sort of confusing in a way, yeah, you know, to be brutally honest, because it was like, oh gosh, like, eh, like, wow, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shall have him. <laughs> Well, but then, well, I think, was it the same day? Or no, was it, no, then, uh, two days later, so that was the Wednesday. Two days later, I was sat in Newbank Garden Centre with my mum, my sister, 
yes. and myself. And yep. I was sitting there because we were having a coffee because we were very close to my family. We were very, some would say a little bit fused. Some would say live within a three mile radius and see each other all the time. Ah, but that. we're very codependent and I'm happy with that. So we were out having a coffee and I got a phone call and it was Uma. And he goes, hi Emma, just wondering if there was a man, we'll say a man, who really didn't mind that you had children and was maybe interested in you and maybe would like to go for a drink sometime, would you say yes or no? <laughs> and I just went, you're talking about Pete, aren't you? And he went, yes. And I went, well, he's going through a divorce, but more importantly, because now we're going from I'm going to have sex with him to this is actually something that could turn into a drink. I've not had a drink with somebody my entire time. That's not what I do. And I was like, well, one, he's not got kids. And I think that probably it's something that he might want to venture down a path of. And secondly, I have children. And actually, my focus is my kids. So I think that really he needs to rethink that. And you need to rethink that. Because I don't think it's the right space for him. And really, in my head, I was thinking, yes, I'd love to go for a drink. But obviously, <laughs> yeah. I'm playing that role of being like really, really caring and thinking about you. Yeah. And then he Yeah, but then he on the flip side, yeah. So and then I'm in, I'm in, in the college. And I got this call, and it was Umar, and uh, it must have been after the one, after or before, and he, and he went, right, so... I think it so, was before, because I so think Pete, I said, hi, how are you doing? He said, right, so, hypothetically speaking, I said, what? He says, so if there was, like, somebody that was, you know, a girl that really liked you, uh, and that she... But she had children. Would that work? And I was, and, and I was just like, "So you're talking about Emma?" <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Because oh, I didn't know you had children." And I was like, "But," and I was just like, "Well, th- she's absolutely gorgeous, Uma. You know what I mean?" And uh, uh, the children, it's well, that's it's. And I was just trying to explain to him that it didn't, it didn't. But uh, there was not like a, or uh, it doesn't bother me, or I'm bothered. It was just like if Emma has children, then Emma has children. That's not. What's that got to do with, you know, and I, and I understood that some people don't like, some people say that children, you know, now to me it's just like, so I feel like somebody, you like somebody, you like everything that comes with them, you know, and uh, and he said, well, and, I, and I obviously I knew it was you, and I was like, and he, and he was like, well, and I was like, what did she like? And he was saying that you liked me, and he was going, you know, and I was like, well, yeah, I like her, I really like her. <laughs> I said, but I'm going through a divorce, so I mean, you know, just. So it was like on both sides, there was kind of apprehension, mm. but we even then we weren't acknowledging that we'd had these conversations with anybody because we yeah. were just texting just normally and having a bit of a laugh. And then one day, Jamie, who is my best friend at the college and still a very good friend, came in one day and was like um, chatting to me and I went, how tall's Pete? Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how tall he was because he'd come in the office and sit down. I knew he wasn't super tall, but I didn't want him to be smaller than me. It's just a thing I've got. I just really struggle with men who are shorter than me. It's a thing about power. And so... Just Jamie just went up to you, didn't he? And mm. went, How tall are you? How tall are you? And he came back and lied and said he was 5'11. He was actually 5'9 and a half, but never mind. We'll put that aside. It's I'm 5'10 and, and a bit. I'm not 5'9 and a half. I'm 5'10 I'm and a little bit. Are you? Yes. Oh, keep saying 5'9. I, I know, and I'm not. I'm 5'10 and a little oh, bit. You're five, and 5'10 and, and, and a half. half. No, no, you're not. You're I five, am. No, you're not. You, I'm going to measure you. You're five, nine and a half. You came into the office that day. You were dead miserable about it. And you said that you weren't 5'11". You'd realise you were an inch and a half less. You were 5'9". I'm, five, nine I'm just over 5'10". There's no she measured way. Me. The There's woman at the doctor's measured me without my shoes on. And I was just over 5'10". I no. swear to God. Right, well, I'm measuring you now. Okay. Anyway, you're perfect to me at 5'9 and a half. Right. All I'm saying is you were taller than me. I'm 6'2". <laughs> yeah, that's it. But Seven foot one. And I, I'm the problem because I'm quite tall. If I was just an average short woman, you know, five four, you'd be huge to I me. I like it. I don't know yeah. So at that point, 
we weren't really communicating about that, but it was clear that like things were being motioned by oh, people. Oh, yeah, I mean, stuff like, I would like to come and wrestle you in your underwear. <laughs> no, no, that no? was when it started. Yes, yeah, so yeah. no, yeah, that did, did happen. <laughs> I'm writing things like, oh, it's really weird. I've not felt this way since I was 15, kind of like, you know. And you weren't really... I wasn't registering at all. I was yeah, just, you weren't I'm not used to, picking up on that stuff. No. And I was thinking, oh my God, this is going to take forever. And then one day after he'd written things about wrestling me in my underwear and stuff, um, we were having lots of dance-offs in our stuff. We were doing loads of like competition. He's very funny, Pete, as you might have heard. And he, you are very, very funny in your written work as well. So I would like spend all day, like no work got done for a good month. Oh no, I, I mean literally, day. I... I literally was just walking around the college. I know. It was so funny. It was so funny. Oh, good, this girl. So then I had to go to Nottingham. So my ex-husband and me shared a week each in Nottingham because I had my son having a special eye test. One of my sons has got a problem with his sight. So he was having a special trial over at Nottingham. So I went for a full week and I took my mum, (laughs) obviously. Full week. Week off work with my son. Went to this morning and everything. He came with me. It was brilliant. And we had a really nice week and it was good weather. It was good weather. And obviously me and my mum, I just, I love being around her. So we had such a nice time yeah. and Tide was just loving it. Because he was only a dot then. He was yeah. just, you know, coming up for nine. Anyway, God, when you think about it now, it's just like mad, isn't it? But I remember texting and I was in this dark room because we had to sit in this dark room. I remember where I was when I was texting. Yeah. And he wrote, by the way, I'll have to take you for a drink. That was yeah. when you finally did it. And I went, has Jamie asked you to ask me for a drink? <laughs> and he can't lie. He was like, yeah, Jamie asked me to <laughs> ask you for a drink. And I was like, I cannot But I was going to ask you, I mean, like a drink, but a drink, it's just like, drink? Like, do we drink? Do we I go? rang up Jamie straight away. I was like, how could you? I went, I went, you know what? This is literally how I went. I went, you know what, Jamie? I said, fair play. I said, because I'd have done exactly the same thing. I said, I forgive you entirely for doing this. I said, because I would have done the same. I said, but fair play to you. I said, because I'm going to kill you. I said, but you know, about an hour later, he rings me. I can't believe I've done that to you, Emma. I can't (laughs) believe it. I was like, no, I would have done the same. I'm exactly the same kind of person. Don't be daft. So then I know he's going to take me out. And then I think, but will I have sex if he takes me out? Because what if we go out and we're not as good fun together as we think we are so then I thought well physically I was very attracted to him he did have a solid six-pack didn't you and everything like he had that V and everything it was amazing it was kind of quite mythical in the youth department if I'm honest I remember (laughs) I remember Charlene one of our co-workers going she didn't know that I was interested in you she was talking about you she was like oh I stayed at um whatever that Malcolm house with Pete because he used to sleep over some of the stuff he used to do with youth and he was like and he he showed me his six pack and I went oh I think I think fancy you a bit now (laughs) and she's like laughing about it it what it was when I was when when the divorce started I was just like right that's it I mean because I was I was gymming it anyway I just started going to the gym like two three times yeah I lived opposite Pew gym (laughs) just in there you know I know I know so uh, he was a bit quite mythical in that department. And he was always, he was known as Gorgeous Pete. Everybody knew him at college as Gorgeous which Pete. Which I didn't have a clue that. There was you and Stuart. Another. Stuart was the other one who was like yeah. an attractive guy, lovely bloke as well. But you were kind of sexy, whereas Stuart was just a really nice man. So I'd always I like that. built up yeah. that kind of idea that you were going to be great in bed. And that's the truth. You know, that was where I was at. I fancied you. I felt there was a connection. And I thought, I don't get to go anywhere very often and my parents are incredibly lovely and I basically said to my mum I'm having Pete over we have the kids (laughs) (laughs) because what happened is he sent me this like text about the drink I had that conversation and then I'm sat in this dark room and I just thought 
oh, this is going to go on forever. Yeah. So I just wrote back, basically. I was very, very, very Do you just want to come over? <laughs> just come over and yeah. let's have sex. No, you, you said, oh, I'm sat in a dark room having, having very inappropriate very thoughts inappropriate about you. Very inappropriate thoughts about you. And I just sent them back saying, well, that's good because I've been having inappropriate thoughts about you. And, and then, then, it, then it went it just mental. Went, it went <laughs> on the scale of one to ten of debaugerous and sexual <laughs> texting. That it went, yeah, and I'd never done that before, so it was quite sort of, it was like this pent-up sexual energy <laughs> of like... You'd go a year without having sex you know, with your wife. I know. But so any, that is honestly, hard Honestly, the abstinence forced upon <laughs> you and the stuff that you can go over in your head all the time makes you an absolute monster Warrior. in bed. <laughs> yeah. It makes you use special powers. <laughs> so we had like... Oh, Yorkin! <laughs> <laughs> we went, that's another brand. You've introduced a sex brand now, have you? Oh, Yorkin! Yeah. <laughs> In the Japanese side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Yorkin! <laughs> <laughs> but basically, so what happened next was we had these texts, flirtatious experience texts and we arranged for the following Wednesday didn't we and you came and saw me in the day by god yeah that was so funny and we just sat there and we were just waiting for the day to end because you were coming yeah. to visit me and I can still remember you knocking on my door and I dragged yeah. you in <laughs> do you remember yeah, I was just like get it here was, yeah it was literally <gasps> I literally this is like this podcast is like uh it's like a, a, a better version of bloody Mr. Grey or whatever it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so pathetic. It's crap, isn't it? That? Yeah, we blow that out of the water. It's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Anybody that was... who thinks that, Miss, like, that Christian Grey books are good, you, you really need to come and see me for some sex therapy because it's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, it was. But what I'm saying is that night was mental because it was just like we fitted together really perfectly in More Maids and One. Yeah. We were like so into each other. And you love the fact that halfway through, I brought out a feast of wheat free yeah. products. I love the way you say it, halfway through. <laughs> That's what it was like. Yeah. Because I was waiting dairy free. And it was just like, oh my God, this woman. We need sustenance. This woman is perfect. Move in. <laughs> I was literally living with you within three weeks. Oh. Right? There's no point in you coming around just every now and then. You might as well move in. Yeah, I know. And I brought a whole world of like, a whole house full. But it was strange because that's what I'm saying. That was probably the weirdest part that I went from being this straight up stereotypical woman who was like, you're never meeting my kids to anybody and everybody. They were like, we're precious, precious precious you know when people say baggage if my kids are baggage they are couture designer priceless baggage yeah, they are the best yeah. and nobody's gonna so really the carry sh- them you know, so the like, yeah so and rightfully so but me and Pete, after that night i was just like one it was amazing it was amazing it was the best sex I'd ever had. <laughs> but it was. It was the best sex I'd ever had. I've had great sex. I've gone over it in my head for years. You it know, was amazing. It's just what you do. You, it was you know, amazing. When you're not with the right person. Yeah. You're, you're not, when you're not with the right person, or you've never been with the right person, and you know that you, you've, you've got the skills, it's like, you know, you, you, you sort of ruminate on it and, it, and it becomes this, you know, it's... Um, it's like that film, I don't know if you remember a film years ago called Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> and Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. And it, was, it was, and it was all these nerds and, and there's all these cheerleaders and stuff. And at the end, I think it was the first film, not the second one, the film, they got with these nerds 
and they were doing sexual things with them and they, were, and they couldn't believe how good they were and they said how can you be so good at this and they were like because we think about it a lot yeah yeah well that was definitely <laughs> you know? definitely the case and then you left and I remember just thinking god because my kids obviously weren't at the house my parents were brilliant they perfectly knew that I was having Peter and my mum had been involved in it all <laughs> she'd been with me and I'd been telling her and I'd asked my son's permission as well yeah I'd asked whether it was okay if I were to bring a man home and my eldest son said to me everybody you know is great mummy and he will be the same he will be great and I remember thinking that was really important and then I was kind of filming bits and bobs and I can remember like talking to the kids again and saying to them you know I'm I really like this guy would you like to meet him and they were like yeah and then you came over didn't you probably about three weeks after we'd started hanging out with each other yeah yeah and we went bowling Oh, it was, um, I remember the first time that I saw them, yeah, it was, because uh, I've seen photos of them, we talked about them, and yeah, it was, um, it was, it was phenomenal, really. It, it was, was like two little cool skatey kids with like long, long hair, hair, and they were just like, they were just a sweet. They are. You know, they were just like showing me the toys and hiding around the door, hiding around, <laughs> but like, I was looking down, looking into the corridor, and it was this this Hulk <laughs> at the end, like this Hulk head thing sticking out, this rubber Hulk going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And I was like, ah, and he's, and like Evan popped his head around and was like, <laughs> and I was like, ah, brilliant. That's well good. Let's have a yeah. look at that. And then they were just, yeah, they're just, you know, I just the Superman and everything with them. And yeah, I know. I've got brilliant pictures of you as a superhero. You should try and put some links on so people can see them. That'd be so I'll cute. Or edit them in. Oh, amazing. Yeah. But that was the thing from the beginning. It always felt like you had taken like the whole family as a bonus, not me and then the kids oh god yeah and you weren't interested in my tv at all that was just never a place for you you weren't interested i mean i've never been interested in that anyway it's well i didn't even i didn't know that you no. did this morning tv and stuff i no. just saw i just thought you were um you did uh the, the therapy uh, the therapy but, but I, th- I knew you'd done something with that beach golf but i didn't really know that but i knew that you were like the the top end of the i mean you only went to emma for anybody out there who's listening you only went to emma when when it was like the end serious game, yeah, crisis. serious crisis, Se- you know. So it was. He didn't just go and shot any student at Emma because that's where we worked with and we could sort them out, you know. But yeah, all the teachers, you know, the tutors or whatever we had to do. And, and it was mad because it's funny, isn't it? Because as well, I always say this. I was talking to my acupuncturist about this the other day. I was saying that I remember all my good memories in summer, and I know that they weren't summer. Working with the young offenders in Withenshaw, definitely wasn't summer, but I remember it in summer. Working with my travelling minorities, always summer, brilliant. Going on site, always summer. And meeting you and being with the kids is always memorised as summer. It must be the way that my... It was building up to the summer, wasn't it? But it must be how I store my memories, my good memories. And we literally didn't have any issues with transitioning because, one, Pete moved in within three months. So you started staying over. Mm. Remember, we had three Wednesdays and then my parents, my parents gave me a weekend didn't yeah. they and in between this he went to a wedding of his friends where he was the guy who was one of the wedding party and his wife was ex well, still wife then was a bridesmaid oh, God, and yeah. i can remember seeing a picture of you with one of your friends on that side and she was kissing your cheek on the other side on purpose yeah. but i remember just thinking to myself it's cool like you took that down quite quickly so you must have realized that there was something there and untagged yourself because you'd done that but i wasn't bothered because i didn't mm. feel like there was there was only once where I had a real jitter. I was left in bloody. I was left. I left. A, I was left. That was terrible. That. Yeah, but the point was I'm very very drunk, and then the day after, just oh got no. like left. It was like but I remember that feeling of like it was secure. I was secure. Yeah. And then well, I was you, actually walking around, just showing people pictures of you. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then we went to um, 
We went and got to stay a whole... Mum and Dad were lovely and they let me stay a Friday and Saturday night. Do you remember? Yeah. Friday and Saturday night at yours. It was the best weekend I'd had in such a long time, like as an adult. And we just had such fun. Do you remember I fell asleep on the couch on you? Because we'd been clubbing because you'd been to Sankey's because that was where Pete was a resident DJ. And they'd let us in for free. And we just stood and snogged all night. Like we were kids. Like proper somebody came over and we're like, why are you snogging? I I told you before we went out, I'd see them. (gasps) That was it. So I get to Pete's. That's so romantic. Um, (laughs) I got to Pete's. This is like literally three weeks after we got together. Do you remember? I know, yeah. I walked in and Pete got me in the middle of the room, grabbed my hands. He was all dressed up. And I was like, oh, this is a bit serious. And he said to me, I just want you to know before I have a drink and before I alter my mind that if I start saying things to you tonight that I mean them because I'm well and truly falling for you like that. And I went, oh, I've already hit the ground. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, and you told, I mean, me, you told me you loved me. I did. You told I me did. you loved me. I just think because I was, like, I was worried in my head that it was, you know, is this like what people call a rebound? Is it going too fast? Am I mentally or what? But I just, yeah, it just smashed me saying, in the face yeah. of the bat. Yeah. Of, you know, so if, when people say, you see, I wasn't, I was always, I was one of those kids that had a really big imagination when I was growing up. I liked, I liked doing kid man stuff, you know, the, the sort of stereotypical man yeah. stuff, you know, the... Footy and laugh. Yeah, you know, and, but I was into music and breakdance, like I mentioned before. Tired podcast. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though, like growing up, but I always yeah. had it in the back of my mind that I wanted, and it was like, not a stereotypical young boy. I was. I used to have this thing of like, oh, the fairy tale, meeting a nice woman, and I'd see it in movies. You know what I mean? As you grow up and you sort of, I think there'd be a lot of guys out there that don't have that, still have that vibe going in, in from when they were younger. You know what I mean? And, and in a way, they can sort of relate, to, relate it, yeah. to it. Yeah, you know. Um, and it was that. It was that sort of like, wow. Because when we did, when we finally sort of moved in and started to, it was really serious and stuff. You know. We, I remember just saying to you, you know, like you, you said it to me as well, you feel like you've won. Yeah. You know, it's like you've gone all these journey of, of, of like relationships and stuff like that, you know. And when people say, oh, there is always somebody for some, anybody for somebody, you know, at yeah. some point. Obviously, you've got to put yourself in a situation sometimes or be in the vicinity or, you know, but sometimes you hit the jackpot and you're lucky you meet the person yeah. without even doing any, any effort. Yeah, know? it was effortless. And um, which it wasn't it, but it was it was just it was literally love at first sight. It you was. know, it was like what the God, Yeah, you know, like it was. It, it was, was it was definitely a You asked me to marry me within like four months. Yeah. Yeah. That was so cute as well. So again, <laughs> I'd never been romantic. In fact, I used to be accused of being well, I was known at college as the ice maiden, the ice. the ice queen, because I could take anything. I was resilient and I didn't get emotionally involved with anything. <laughs> and I'd been proud of that. It was kind of like a bit of a badge of honor for me. And on reflection, that's like a bit sad, really, because I think I felt that I just didn't believe in any of that. So I didn't believe in romance, didn't believe in love. To me, yeah. like a great relationship was just being able to live with somebody and pay the bills and get on. Mm. Well, that I was, was done, yeah. After that divorce, I was done. I was yeah. thinking, right, I'm just going to go and party. Yeah. I'm going to work, do my music, I'm going mm. to go in the gym, I'm going to get fit, and I'm going to make loads of music and yeah. do it that way. I can remember know. just before we got together, I lay in bed one night and I just said to the universe, okay, I'll be open. I made a conscious decision to be open because I think I'd been very close and then you walked into my life and I remember thinking, oh, that's kind of a real reassurance mm. from the universe that this is right. But 
it was a whirlwind, wasn't it? And I think that that's one of the things that's really counted a lot of the uh, kind of advice I give. There's two things that have affected me personally that have changed the way that, for example, I do therapy. One was when I had the blood condition that I still have, but now is treated and it caused a huge amount of personal anxiety. So unfortunately, a side effect of my blood condition is when I have very, very low iron, I get mm. hyper anxious and I started to suffer from quite severe anxiety and depression for a period of time until they adjusted my bloods and then I was fine. But I tell you what, that stopped me ever saying to people, come on, get out of bed. Come on, go for a run. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. I'm like, if you get to my office, then you're a bloody warrior. If you're yeah. depressed, it's bloody yeah. awful. If you can get here. Then. Oh my God. And I would not wish it. I would not wish it. And I mean this on my worst enemy. It's, it's the devil, depression and anxiety. It's the devil. And people just need to be compassionate. And the other yeah. thing is, I would always have said to people, look, have some space. Don't get into a relationship when you've just broken up with somebody. Don't introduce them to the kids. I would have been that narrative. Yeah. Nowadays, I look back and I think it just shows you that actually, if there's an opportunity in something that's priceless beyond measure in front of you and you place boundaries in front of it because of societal expectation and schemas around you and you miss it. Like imagine if we hadn't been together, like my boys have grown up for most of their life. Like heaven says, I can't remember beyond before Pete. Like, you can't that, remember. I mean, my eldest calls you father, doesn't he? But my youngest still calls you Pete. But I think it's just because... It, it's just... Yeah, low, yeah just, just the way it is in that way. But... He calls everybody else. Yeah. To everybody oh, your dad. Your dad to yeah. everybody. But... Well, he calls I me. Mean, he calls me all sorts of yeah. things. He's like... Money, he's like our, our youngest is it's like... you. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like a walking, talking encyclopedia yeah. of, of nonsense. Yeah, he is. He's just Brilliant. nonsense. You have created that in him. He is just, he's nonsensical. He's I'm feeling that one day he could, he could be a com comedian. Yeah, comedian. and he's, he's artistic. He follows you in that way as well. Yeah. My eldest is quite like me. He's quite logical and quite, mm. you know, emotionally together, isn't yeah. he? Both amazing kids. But you've been their influence. Now, I would have missed that. You know, like I got, when they were seven and nine, you brought into their life Evan just remembers having you as a dad all that time. You've been like a major part of their experience. Mm. And it is weird how I would have put that on the back burner if I'd gone with what society says is right, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a strange one. And then we, he asked me to marry me. Yeah, three, three. This is, do you want to know how it happened? Yes, of course you do. Of course you do. I can see you. Yes, Emma. Let's, let's all yeah. hear um, what happened. Let's, it wasn't taking it at the top of the Empire State Building or throwing her out of a bloody plane. No, well, that's the nice thing about yeah. me and Pete. I'd already asked your dad, though. He'd been and seen my dad. You'd gone and got a ring yeah. and you'd asked my dad, hadn't you? Yeah. He'd actually gone out. It's a just a little solitaire. It's not an expensive, expensive solitaire. We didn't have any money, did we? Let's an, be honest. It's, it's actually a, a vintage. Yeah, but... Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so some dead person's ring, which is nice. That Hopefully this is a dead person's ring with love. Um, but it's only ever brought me luck. But the thing is that I, one day, was at home, and this is only a few months into our relationship, and I used to make him... I still make him his breakfast, but I used to make him scrambled eggs. Or in this occasion, I did you an omelette. I make a bloody good omelette, I'm going to tell you. I make good omelette. And it was in this pan, and I wrote, marry me on it, didn't I? Yeah, and in I tomato put it ketchup. down in ketchup, marry me. And then I was carried on with it, and I turned around, and he was on one knee with a ring. <laughs> there you go. So we kind of both yeah. asked each other to marry each we other. We did. Isn't it funny? There you go. Perfect synchronicity. We did. And since then, it's just been a ride, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a ride. It's been a good ride, though. It has. I've annoyed you. You've annoyed me very rarely. Yeah. I've been, but we've been very lucky. We have been. I we know. have a lot more fun than we ever have negativity. I, it's, uh, oh, dog's on my table. I have, um, it's brilliant being with you because you're very, 
I'm not so sure that Emma's from this planet, to be honest. <laughs> she blinks sideways. But yeah, no, she's um, definitely a... I like this podcast. This is an episode of just uh, of, of, of sort so of... it's us episode. Yeah, it's an us episode for people to get to know how we met. Yeah, I know. It's nice. I feel like it's yeah. important, though. Yeah. I feel like I want to share our journeys with people because you can't really kind of know us unless you know how we met and what happened and how ordinary it was. That's the other thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, just a really ordinary, ordinary kind of meeting, just one of those things and that recognition of just taking a chance. And like for girls listening as well, for women listening, don't wait to be asked in life. That's another thing, you know, like I have definitely learned that being confident about who you are your sexuality, your body, your permission base that you share that body with, that you shouldn't be afraid. You know, you should be totally honoured that yeah. you know yourself and you want whatever you want without any apology. And I think that we've grown up in a society where women are totally tortured if they, like, for example, I'm happy to say that, you know, I had hookups that always safe, always with people that were mm -hmm. genuinely people in my life. Well, we've decent. talked about before about the sort of, when you're an adult, yeah. you know, you can, you, sex is, is there to be enjoyed. Yeah, but as I'm long as you're safely, safe with it. Yeah, yeah. safely and respectfully, and I'm always that. Yeah. But I think women feel afraid of saying that because it's almost like, well, God, you know, we're meant to be A, B, and C, and I really find that aggravating. But then, of course, that helps you when you have great sex with people that you see as friends with benefits. When you meet somebody that you're in love with, you fall in love with, it's totally different. Yeah. It's like that's mechanical, whereas this is emotional. And when you get the two together, oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? And it still is. You know, like, it really it is. is. We it still is. have such an ace physical relationship, don't we? There you go, a little bit too much information. My brother always says when I talk like that, he has to go to his safe place in uh, his brain. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what a, a marriage is about, a good marriage is about. Isn't it? You know, and, uh, it's really good as well for self-esteem and yeah. feeling good about your body. It's, it's just like with those people as well that uh, worry about, you know, if they get to a certain age and still haven't found somebody. Yeah, don't. You know, just don't, you know. It's, it's probably sat there thinking, you know, it's easy for you to say because you two have met. We but our lives were a car we, crash relationship, yeah, lives, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, we've been through the mill, you know. Yeah, we have. We've been through the mill. And, and every single moment was worth it. Yes, it was to get here. Yeah. Like yeah. they say, it's only ever, you know, the destination's the point where you are, but the journey is what makes it worthwhile. And we've definitely had that journey, haven't we? Yeah, it's good. And we are a great family, aren't we? You know, we have such fun. Yeah. And again, it's not bragging. What I'm saying is that if you told me this seven years ago, I just I wouldn't, wouldn't have bought him. into no, it. I would I have wouldn't. just thought, you're on crack. We've done a lot since since we met. It's, I know. Uh, you know, we've got, we've got a chihuahua, which is... We've got a little animal head. family. Apparently yeah. she's short head. Which is getting long hair. Yeah. But the main so. thing is just to remember if you are listening and, you know, there is that person that you think is cute, it's far better to accept a rejection and take a risk. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how old it you is. are. You know? Get, get those. Yeah. Just ask. You know, yeah. don't don't wait on ceremony, because in the end, you'll just regret it. Yeah. You know. And I you know, I could have just like thought, oh, he's cute, and let him go. But yeah. You know, look after yourself. Take care of yourself. Get yourself. <laughs> get yourself in a position where you feel comfortable with yourself. If you're yeah. not feeling comfortable with yourself, you know, make make it. You know, make make yourself stand out to that person. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. You know, if you really really want to be with somebody or you like somebody, 
And don't be afraid of your emotions either. Don't be afraid of telling somebody that you really love them or that you're really falling for them or doing any of that. Because the truth is when you meet somebody, and I think it's harder in this generation. I mean, we're not old at all, but I think I missed out on that whole Tinder generation. Like I didn't, wasn't interested, you know, it existed. I just wasn't interested. Yeah, I've never been, yeah. Yeah, it was not I like the, I'm, I'm, I was more of the sort of put myself in the situation or, um, yeah, sort of, I don't know. I always used to put myself in situations where I could meet a girl, you know. But uh, you were a DJ, it was easy for you to meet a girl. Yeah, even before that, growing up, I'd had to start hanging around with them or try and be friends with them, or, you know. Yeah. I mean? So I'd yeah. always set my standards high, really. Of, 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 then you got of, me. Oh, the, I won the bloody jackpot <laughs> with you. Oh, not at all. Come on. You're the, you're the most sexiest girl I've ever been with, so. That's the thing, though, isn't yeah. it? It's subjective. That's the brilliant thing about relationships. Like, to some people, I'll just be, like, massively unattractive. A lot of people get in touch with me on uh, my social media to let me know yeah. that. I wouldn't wipe my ass with you, Emma Kenny. Yeah, I got called a cunt this week. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my God, that... that Emma somebody. Emma Rowe. Emma Rowe. Yeah. Emma Rowe. Emma Rowe from Cornwall. Emma Rowe from Cornwall, yeah. yeah. She yeah. told me... How did you love? I mean, quite a very lot nasty, of things. Yeah. Well, whatever, Emma's obviously things. got a few issues. It was the, uh, Not all Emma's are nice, yeah. as Emma Rowe from Cornwall has described. Yeah, that the, the, the comments, I wouldn't wipe my ass with you, Emma Kenny. <laughs> I mean, and then asking you, no, how did you break your nose? No, how did you, as if like, yeah. you know, you broke your nose. No, like, she said the rest of my face was a problem, not my broken <laughs> nose. <laughs> I mean, you know, she didn't look like she worked or anything, did she? So, you know. Well, that doesn't make somebody a bad person, Peter Smith. No, That's but not she was sat, with these she like, was sat, like you know, berating you about stuff. And well, it's like, oh, come on, love. You it's know. funny though, but it is subjective. Yeah. But, but she wouldn't subjective. wipe her ass with you. I never. You know I'd what? Like, that would have that, that would be amazing to see that somebody come in and <laughs> pick you up I'm and not sure we wipe. You know, my hair, I suppose. But it's quite. A, you'd have to wipe a wide bum. I'd have to like. You'd have to like massive hands. <laughs> <laughs> like Kenny Everett. <laughs> Uh, Carrying everything a preacher. Uh, <laughs> hey. oh. Well, anyway, today's been a nice introduction to the world of P and M or Pema. Yeah. Pema. We hope you join us next week. It's been a tad indulgent for us today, but it's always nice to talk about a very precious time in our lives, which actually is really why this podcast exists. Yeah, making sense of stuff. And it'd be nice to, you know, if anybody's got any comments of, of how they met or anything, you know, it'd be nice to yeah. stick them down, you know, it's it's good to share. This podcast could have just been me sat in a room just mumbling incoherently about various things that probably wouldn't have any meaning. Yeah. Or we, we could have just done a podcast where we sat there going, what can you hear? Yanny. <laughs> or Laurel. Laurel. Or Laurel. Laurel. Or You'd be in rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is it a blue or is it gold is it a blue or a gold dress is it yanny or laurel <laughs> turns out that he actually recorded the word laurel. laurel and on that note we'll say goodbye join us next week thanks for joining making sense of it. take it easy <laughs>